Hi, I'm Anthony Mindel. Welcome to In The Moment, a podcast on acting, art, and life. In this series, I'm talking to AMAW alumni, students, and clients about the challenges of acting and the joys of creating in the 21st century. For more information, go to anthonymindel.com, or you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. I hope you enjoy. In this week's episode, actress Lorenza Izzo opens up to Tony about her ups and downs in the industry, from having a crushing pilot season to working with Quentin Tarantino. It's all about being yourself and trusting your gut. This episode is a reminder that you need to have a life, not just a career. You don't even know where to start, do you? <laughs> well, as you can see, we've already started. Welcome to In The Moment Podcast with my guest, Lorenza Izzo. Um, Lorenza's, we haven't seen each other in a while. Well, actually, we, you know, we just filmed the movie, which, by the way, is premiering at Outfest. I am so excited. I really love, I mean, I'm sad to tell you I had to cut some of it out. I mean, it happens. You are so brilliant. It always It just happens. happens. I was like, all of a sudden you have like three hours of a movie and you're like, fuck, what? Well, that is, that's one of the Maybe. hardest things about a director when you're editing. It's like you have to let go of your precious material. I Look, I mean, the last movie I did... Once upon a time in Hollywood. I know. Wait, let's talk about that. You were ah, just premiered. At- but that happened too. Like my oh, my part shit. got cut okay. a lot, but not just mine. Margot okay. Robbie's, like everyone's, because okay. he shot like a four hour epic. Wow. So the the cut for Can was two hours and forty. Now he's re editing it. So who knows? And with Quentin, it's a it's a saying. It's a done deal. You, you go in, know. you shoot so much, yeah. and you have you might even be cut out completely, which happened to one of the characters. Whoa. And it doesn't mean his performance wasn't incredible, which it was. And Quentin talks about it with pain. It's just in the final cut. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And as you a, have to roll with the punches. As a bulldozer just goes by the house right there. There you go. That's what happened to my role in Tony's You just movie. got bulldozed. <laughs> no, I kept you in. I was just like, I have to keep Lorenz in. So we did the club scene. You're in it. Like, I yeah, love it's it. It's just like... I had to shorten that scene. That was so much but, fun, too. Know, that was so, so much fun. And like, yeah. I love like how... But you got all the info for the screening. I hope you're yes, here in town. I like, have everything. So, I, I have everything. I'm not really, sure that I'm going to be in town yet, but for sure, yes. But I I want to see the whole thing. Yeah, I can't wait for you to see it. It's yeah. really moving and like... Uh, I was with a friend of one... Of, I need to remember the name later, but with one of the actresses, one of the French actresses. Oh, Justine or Camille? Yes, Justine. Justine. Yeah. Yes, yes. She's killing it. Yeah. I mean, everybody's doing awesome. And Brianne Howie, you were just saying, you know. Yes, I'm recent. I've recently become friends with her. She's like incredible, and she's killing it too. She is. Yeah. And like, kind of like what she and I always talk about is like, and you can address this because we could talk about your career. Is like she's at a new level in her career, but like at the bottom of a new level. So she's getting seen for new things and getting opportunities she never had before. But she's it's like the starting all over ladder because yeah. I've been. Trying out Hollywood, trying out. I've been trying to make it in Hollywood for now... Seven years? Seven years, yeah. right? And oh my God, the journey. And <laughs> what Bree says is true. It's like there's this weird ladder that at the beginning you constantly think, okay, once I get to that step, it's going to be all easy. And it never is. Every freaking step comes with a new set of challenges that you had no idea were even part of the business. And you have to yet again question yourself, Oh, okay. Do I want to do this? Because I, I don't. I, I'm. I know this happens to me, and I know this happens to a lot of my other fellow actor friends. They're like, "Why am I even doing this? Why am I putting myself through this ringer? Why, when I worked so hard to make a name for myself, I've entered a world where that name doesn't even matter? That's right. Why do I want my name to be known? Why know. do I want to be famous? I Ew, caca. But at the same time, yes. And you're like, "Whoa, I'm driving myself crazy." But then again, these are all beautiful feelings that I want to bring into my performance. I love you. It's like, that's how you are in the movie. I love it. Iris. 
and you're like, oh, I love it. Like, yes. It's, it's just, it's just a never ending whirlwind of growth. Well, it's Lawrence, you've changed so it. much, even like in the years since I've seen you. Like, yeah. You know, your accent is so reduced now. Well, I actually think it's the opposite. I think when I first arrived, I had zero accent. And then I, really? I now I turn it on and turn it off, depending. I don't know. I mean, I always felt like it was so much thicker in class. And I like, think my culture and my demeanor was much thicker. I okay, think, maybe that's it. I think because just, just think... phonetically speaking, I did way more. I've done way more American roles than I have Latina. Uh -huh. However, there's a funny thing with my English because I speak like such an American. Whenever I say one word like Chile or Lorenza, it really throws people off, uh -huh. and it makes them remind me of someone who has an accent. Okay. I've noticed that. Yes, but it's funny you mentioned that because with time passing I think at the beginning I tried so hard to sound American and be American and the longer the time has gone by now I'm like even when I go to Europe or even when I'm in certain meetings I let my tongue go off a little and uh -huh. I kind of just let myself have my natural accent yeah, as you which is very slight but yeah. I, it's it's but been so much more about becoming okay with whoever the fuck I'm meant to be like right. I think for the longest time at the beginning I was just trying to fit in This is what I was just so going to say. Hard. Part of it has to do with you're more who you are now. I see yeah. that. As opposed to, well, you're also so much younger back then and you're trying to figure yes. yourself out in Hollywood. And like, and Hollywood is so gross in the sense that we believe that we have to become the thing we think exactly. they want us to exactly. be. And on top of it, I was married to a very successful director, person yeah, in yeah, Hollywood. Yeah. So I, I had a lot of these struggles that I, I really identity. brushed off. Yeah. But I, I, was, I really struggled with my identity for yeah. a very long time. I see time. that. And now it's been such a freeing, especially this past year. And that's where I want to get to because the work, not surprising at all, has been so much more enriching and there and available freeing. and yeah, freeing. Exciting. And I think the second I became available to myself, and I'm not saying this is a key like formula that works no matter what, but I do believe in this. I think the second I became more available and open to me and kind of made big decisions, scary ones for myself, mm -hmm. I became more available for opportunities mm -hmm. and the opportunities presented themselves. Mm -hmm. And I well, think that's I why my last year has been exponentially more successful. My last two more than any of the other ones. Well, I do, you know, maybe formula isn't the right word, but I do think that that's just a principle of like the universe itself, right? Like when we become more honest with all of our own stuff, like I think your life starts to just open up in whatever form. It doesn't necessarily mean uh, I'm going to do that so I can get an acting job. It just means it starts to become, like you said, more full and more enriched and more exciting and more free. And that that, as an artist, correlates in the work. You know yeah. what I mean? My no, I mean... It's so funny because as I'm hearing you talking, doing your little hand things, oh I just go back straight to class <laughs> at the beginning. And there was one one of the things that you always say that I, that always struck a really big chord with me. One of the things at the beginning was moment to moment. Acting as is life is moment to moment. But at that time, I really wasn't doing that. I had no understand. I was like, okay, I can fake being in the moment. And I thought I was being in the moment. But I wasn't. Today, I strive for every fucking day, every second I can, bringing Just myself back, bringing be myself back. Here. And it's so hard. I know. But it's so amazing. Well, the phones make it really hard. 
I mean, the phones, the, yeah, the, the phones create a certain lifestyle, That's right? right. That, yeah. that, that kind of like, I mean, I, I have such a crazy relationship with Instagram and social media and this whole idea of like showing yourself or not showing yourself and living this life that, you know, I, I go back and forth and then the whole brand, but it's your brand and it actually can be right. and you yes. can make money off of it. So yes. I'm sorry, it is. <laughs> so it's like, but it's not me and I feel like bad. And it's like, again, know, back it's into... It's gross, but it, it is what it is. It's all those and things. I think half of the time when you have this self-awareness, you kind of have to not... I tend to beat myself up a lot. And I think half of the work is just kind of being like, hey, babe, it's okay. Yes. Like, whatever you're doing, That's right. as long as you're keeping your, like... As long as you're too aware. Yeah. As long as you have a modicum of, like, self-awareness about, okay, this is not real, but I have to do it because other people think it's real. And yeah. It and I'm okay with it for now. Business. Maybe That's at right. some point I won't be, yes. but for now it's a necessary right. tool that I think is good. And But, you know, I wanted to uh, touch on that because somebody hit me up on Instagram and he had come to audit a class, I don't know, a couple of years ago, and then he just hit me up recently and he's like, you know what, I just realized for the first time what you really mean by being in the moment and working moment to moment. And I, he's like, I want to come back and check out class. And I was like so blown away yeah. in a way that somebody, oh, it's going to make me cry. Oh, it's like such a beautiful gift. Like, it, first of all, I'm, I get it, I guess, that somebody doesn't understand that. That yes. it's just, um, it's a concept to them. It's so foreign in a way. But that's, that's but, my, my story. Like, absolutely. But, but, but my thing is, is but, but to me, all of life is unfolding moment to moment. So it's the natural Completely. genesis of, from a microbiological level to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. To, to our no, human species. No, everything, chromosomes, molecules, right. it's, it's, it's all constantly it's That's right, changing. Too. But so I guess to me, what's fascinating about acting is that, you know, and I want to hear more in your own words. So like, you understood it conceptually, but you did have experiences of that in the work, oh. but it was, you just weren't fully. I, it's more about letting go. Yeah, that's it. So much of this work is just letting, letting go. go. I'm learning. And so I, I'm, I remember calling you when I did one of my first big movies. I remember Inferno, that. And I was having a <gasps> massive panic attack and you were like, throw away all your homework, throw it away. I know. Just surrender to the moment. And that was well, a very... Because the director said to you, like, you were so great in the auditions and, like, now all of a sudden what's happening, you're so in your head and you're yes. showing me this idea of this character and yes. stop doing that. And you call me, you're like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. my God. I don't know what he's asking. <laughs> we start filming tomorrow. I'm like, what am I doing? And I was just like, breathe. <laughs> breathe. Girl, you need to breathe. You need to breathe. And just trust that whatever work we do is like again, it's like it's like going to the gym it's yeah. like you can't track the bicep growth but also it was so much part of that time like I yes. look back and I can't help but want to hug that little Lorenzo yeah. like that's so Aww. cute because yeah. it was part of my growth yeah that's like, true I needed to go through that of course in my case because yes. some people are just fucking ballers and go out to set and just nail it that's I don't right. know how they do it but that's them my journey required so and required keeps requiring so much screwing up yes and not screwing up because yes. I'm doing something wrong no 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 that's screwing the learning up curve bigger than anything just like babe you're good like you got the part you got for it. a reason yes that's right we don't even know what the real reason is yes but you're there that's right so you might as well just diaper it as I call it you're just going in diapers and just take them off <laughs> yeah. and poop in front of everyone you're good that's you're right golden. that's you right it. I don't know why I came up with that diaper reference. But Lorenzo, you one. also probably know his working with Quentin Tarantino. We should like ring the bell or something. I mean, yeah, that's pretty dream but, bu bucket list. Yeah. Check Quentin Tarantino. Check Brad Pitt. Yes. Check Leonardo oh, yeah, DiCaprio. Oh check God. Margot Robbie. Amazing. I didn't get to. I didn't get any scenes with Margot Robbie, but I got to hang out with her and meet her, and I admire her career so, so much. And her so much, and she turned out to be the 
chillest, most down to earth. That's awesome. Dude, ever. We like, love I that. love her. Loved but her. I think the thing is that, that working with all those people, and including Quentin Tarantino, you discover, like, okay, nobody knows really what they're doing. No. They, you come to the table with your stuff, and you make choices, and you go for stuff, and it works sometimes, and it doesn't, and then you alter and make, yeah. um, make adjustments based on what's right there. Yeah, I mean, Tarantino is one of the biggest examples of that. Like, I... He's a, he's, you know, I, I don't know what the word in English is for this, but like he's a revered, almost like director. director. Like, you don't, you don't yeah, he's a treasure. Yes, he yes. He is. And he has a very specific way of directing, which is beautiful and it can be very intimidating. Uh-huh. When he casts you, he'll have meetings with you, really talk about the character. The dialogue is all there. Like he's such a brilliant writer. To me, he's first and foremost a fucking, a like a novelist yeah, and yeah. one of the big ones, uh-huh. the great ones. So there's not much to really create. It's all there. At the same time, once he casts you, he gives you so much freedom uh-huh. to play. At uh-huh. least that was my experience. My character at the beginning had one little scene where she spoke two words in Italian. And through the cross, which by the way, I was so happy about getting, I was like, yeah, I'm in this movie. Yeah, speak two words. Fuck yeah. Learned Italian for it because she was an Italian actress. <laughs> That's right, because it was based off of a real... Yeah, it was based... It was this, actually, it's a fictional with character. The Charles Manson murders in So, part, yes, right? the yeah. movie's actually... People get confused because it's it, there's been so much talk around it because it's been so secretive, right? Right. Um, it's actually about a fictional character played by Leonardo DiCaprio, Rick Dalton, who was based on these actors back in the 60s where... All of these more famous ones, Clint Eastwood, were, were, were going from like long series for, to big movies. Uh-huh. And it was a kind of the decline of that big movie star man. Right, right. And Leo's character finds himself in the decline of it and like with no roles. No one's getting him anything anymore. Uh-huh. And all he wants is to be part of that Hollywood. It's actually very, for our conversation, a really, a really cool movie to discuss. And his best friend, who's also a stunt double... Is Brad Pitt. Right. So you kind of the movie is more than anything about their journey, their relationships journey through the decline of Hollywood uh-huh. and through them navigating this whole new world. And one of the things that's the things that happens is that he gets this new agent, Al Pacino, who like you know is kind of guiding him and sending him off, and he's kind of just trying to figure out what to do with his like disappearing career. Uh-huh. Um, and it's interesting. I mean, I, I saw the movie in Cannes. It's definitely his most personal letter and homage to, to you know his love for Hollywood. And, uh-huh. I can't unfortunately say anything about it until July twenty no, no, sixth. No. Okay. So if we do this, if you put <laughs> Post, this after post-script. July twenty sixth, yeah, okay. I can tell you everything. <laughs> um, but my character is an homage to the sex symbol, intensely beautiful actor in Italy in the 60s. Right. Claudia Cardinale, right. Once Upon a Time in the West, Monica Vitti, Sophia, Sophia Loren. Loren. Yeah. Yes. So I was like, oh, no pressure, they're cute. Okay. Just give me that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think as an actress, I, I could have been so intimidated. Yeah. And I think I was at the beginning. Well, of course. But what I did was I auditioned for that role like any other actress. And it was so cool because Quentin in the can official press conference the Chilean journalist asked Quentin like how do you feel about casting new talent and he's like whoa 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 what do you mean new talent and Quentin's very like effusive like I have seen at least five movies that Lorenza has led she's an incredible (laughs) actress not new talent she's like it was so amazing to hear it from Tarantino because my country can be a bit you know kind of downer on you know, people who leave to find bigger dreams, for them, it's like, oh, you abandon us and they'll always talk shit. It's really stupid. <laughs> it's another conversation. But the process for this movie, I had so much time to prepare for it. It wasn't a huge role, but it was my opportunity to like do something so different also. And that was magical. Going back to the original thing I was speaking of, Quentin gave me such 
freedom. Uh-huh. I like I showed up fully prepared, fully ready to improvise because I had heard he will yeah, make well, you improvise. You. Uh-huh. There's no dialogue and it's just a sequence. He'll do it. And we had to do it a couple of times and I came up with a monologue in Italian that ended up making it in the movie and I yeah. cannot believe that so I, that's I, so awesome so much of it is and like, you spoke the Italian language yeah Whoa. yeah I took Italian for it I, I went I in it. I went I in, in in and it was incredible because we ended up adding a whole layer to this character that could have been so one dimensional which Quentin never writes by the way right um but he and he he she wasn't really created. We kind of like did it together in uh-huh. a weird way, and it was super cool because I ended up being the comedy, the comedic relief of the whole ending of the movie. Whoa. So she's really funny, and it was such a freeing experience because I, I think this was the first film, which was the biggest film I've ever done, where I truly relaxed, where my process and my homework wasn't like I am not going to see anyone, I am going to train, I have to look hot. And I, I actually did the opposite. I think the past year of my life has been such a transformative personal growth one where I have learned to cut myself so much more slack Mm -hmm. and to kind of understand that each project I take on uh work-wise is directly related to my personal Mm -hmm. and I can't divide the two. Mm -hmm. And I was like, look, the way you've dealt with movies like this before where you're supposed to be like a sex symbol or a, or a, a hot person, like... I will drive myself insane dieting. I would go to the gym. I would not see anyone. I would lock myself up. And then guess what would happen? I would show up to set so nervous because yes. I hadn't been chill. Yes. So for this one, I was like, I'm going to do the direct opposite. <laughs> and I did the research. And these women love to like be in Enjoy life. life. And right. I did that. Yes. I went out. I showed up hungover a couple of times. Yes. I just did the thing that wasn't a thing. Yeah. And there was such fear and so much, there was a lot of personal battle. And so you're not doing the right thing, but you're doing the right thing, but you're not doing the right thing. Like, in my mind, I have to suffer to get good work. Are you a Capricorn? I'm a Virgo. Okay. Keep and on. I was like, I, and I know I look back and I'm like, you did great. Like, yeah. I saw, and it yeah. was it was so much of letting go, going back to the original. There is. That. And that doesn't mean I didn't do the work. No, of That course. doesn't mean I no. didn't work my ass of off course. for that role. Of course, yes. So this is the thing, I also think we live, not just in acting, but the cult of working hard. And of course, we do have to let, you can't, it's not just about sitting at home and watching reruns of Oprah all day and not, you know what I mean? You have to take <laughs> yes. action. Yes. But I always say eating bonbons, but bonbons. nobody eats bonbons anymore. Like, you know, <laughs> chocolate. I know bonbons. Sea salt, caramel, chocolate, like, right? But, but my thing is, is like, I think actors have been taught that if they're not like completely out of their minds about how hard they're having to work that they're then not that there's some sort that they're doing something wrong or because we keep hearing these stories like you know a lot of times the guilt that people have around like yeah but I don't feel like I'm I'm doing all of the proper homework or I should be doing and who made up these things exactly. it's different for well, everyone Stalinsky, I have a lot of conversations to have with that dude if he was alive with yes. yes I know but even that but see this is the thing is <clears throat> I got to teach at the Moscow Art Theater last year which is so amazing oh. and I was like whoa I was like yeah not very many American teachers I was just gonna I was say like, that really damn babe <laughs> It's a big accomplishment there. But as I was walking the hallowed halls of like <laughs> theater, I've you got, seen, I bet you feel like yes. That. No, there were all these portraits of like Stanislavski, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm like a sacrilege to that because I don't believe in exactly. that. Exactly, ne- neither do I. But, and I studied. I studied. Here's the thing that I've discovered is that I think what he was saying in like 1901, they didn't those the words that he was using were not 
unlike what we're I talking think you're about gonna right get into now. Bible with me like the way like you can find I know I can't but keep the going, so is, he was talking about spirit and about yeah. release and letting go and the moment it was and just moment the phrasing is, of it that doesn't that connect to us today culturally and and also just from an evolution standpoint we didn't it's like Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ did not have the words for quantum science. That's what I was just going to say. Quantum science to people and in, in there was no understanding right. of that. Yes, it's like self help. That's right. Have some- what, yes. So my point is, is like I think the purity of what he was saying is kind of well, what I certainly what I teach, and that's that's what I discovered. But it gets co opted and manipulated to fit an agenda or in the name of something. Yep. And yep. that's where people lose the heart of a message. You know what I yeah. mean? And one could even say that I'm talking about the Bible. Like that is so interesting to me of like, and I'm not a big biblical referencer, but like to me it's symbolism and metaphor, but then Absolutely. people have co-opted it to make it work. It has against, become a thing that that's right. necessarily have to Marginalizing work. people or it becomes And you are allowed to have your own Interpretation of it. That's right. So I think things are more subtle than that. And I think that we get scared in trusting that we can find our own way in. Yeah. So that's why you also maybe were battling yourself because that might have been scary for you to trust. Like, well, this feels right. So you do what feels right. I think it's interesting. The biggest note I used to always get, even from you, was don't try. Yeah. Like, it's all there. It was all there. Don't try. Not even bring it down. Just I know. Don't you just try. don't have to do effort. And it was so funny because with this last role, the Tarantino movie, I, it was the opposite. He was like, ham it up, ham it up, oh, ham it up. But it was such a genuine ham. Uh-huh. It wasn't like me putting it on. I found a part, because I believe, I truly believe every actor of every role I've ever done is just a version of me. Yes. Like, I don't think you become a different person. And I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone actor. No, that's how <laughs> but we I'm all like, work. They're all me, bitch, and I love all of the crazy ones. <laughs> and I think you're absolutely correct. It was it was scary to me before. Because for me, when I first came to LA, LA is so intimidating, right? And I also had my personal things of being married to a much older man and, uh, and very and successful so more than anything. And I was such a baby. Oh this has God. nothing to do with him, more yeah. to do with me. No, no, of course. And also the culture I came from. I yes. came from a very specific culture, very sexist, um, very specific towards women, uh-huh. uh, very old school and Catholic, uh-huh. even though my mom was a model in the 90s where you're like, nothing makes sense. Like, it, it, it was very hard. I think I had to do so much work. I think so much work, personal growth of me was needed. Mm-hmm. I, I, it doesn't. I look back now, and none of it surprises me at all. I could have said, "Oh, I was depressed and stuck for four years." But at the same time, I needed those four years to be stuck and depressed to figure it out, you know. And it, it, so much of it was me being afraid of myself mm-hmm. and not knowing I didn't have to be, mm-hmm. and also realizing because it was very much a coming of age like I'm 29 now I came when I was 23 I was going to say 23 yeah. 23 and I was a super baby um, it's been a lot of just also understanding that I can have my own beliefs and my own morals That's and right. my own limits and I I came from a culture that was so ingrained in my head and I think specifically this last year has been so much of letting go. And that has opened my acting up like I... I know. Whoa, I know. What's available to me today in a second... Isn't that exciting? ...was never available. And I'm not saying it's easy, but sometimes I'll be like stuck. I'm like, just let it go. And like, there's like a switch and some shit comes out. I'm like, that's oh, right. that doesn't that, work for this. But right. interesting that I could do that rather than going, you fucked up that take, you fucked up that take. And it's been so freeing. I just also finished a movie called 
Women as Losers, where I produced, first time producing, awesome. and it's an indie independent movie that I, I star in with um, Lisette Feliciano, she's an NYU grad, she's 28, a year younger than me, okay. also daughter of immigrants, wow. I mean, actually, I'm an immigrant, but she's a daughter of immigrants, and it's the true story of her mother in the 60s in San Francisco as a single woman of color, Latina. Um, who struggled and against all odds ended up creating a good life for herself and her son and creating mm-hmm. this new system for women who couldn't sign. Because in that time, you couldn't buy a house or rent. Buying was really hard because most oh, of the time they were course. put in a place where they couldn't make any money, right? right? And, but you couldn't even rent a place without the signature of a husband or a father. A yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really mm-hmm. difficult for single Latina women in that time. I mean, I'm sure everyone knows. But this lady found a glitch in the system and five jobs at once, saved enough money to buy land. Whoa. And from there, she built a little co-op with three different rooms and started renting them out and that became a real thing. Whoa. So it's a story that like bring, like makes yes. me, you know, it's, it's it, and Hero for man. me to get to a place where I can sign up to a project like that where she found me, which is so cool. Like, I didn't have to audition. She found right. me and I was like, wait, I, I don't understand, <laughs> you know? It's so interesting going back to the original, like the ladders, you know? Yeah. The second year, I remember getting offers for Corum. I was like, I'm getting an offer, what? And then having to say no because I didn't want to get stuck in the horror. No, yes. And then years later, having this beautiful gift drop on me. Yes. um, That, you know, wasn't maybe the biggest career move in the sense of like, oh, it's a Marvel movie. You know, like you're like, then your team is like, you shouldn't do this. And it's tricky because, again, every step brings its own challenges. And like, I just don't know. And this is my advice, or not advice, but my experience. The script spoke to me so highly and deeply that there was no fiber in my body that was I like... I say no. That's exactly. right. And that's been true for every Everything. project I've done. That's right. At the end well, of the day, also, when I'm confused, I just have to go back to the right. story. And I'm like, do I have to tell the story? Fuck yeah, I that's do. That's right. I think, I, I think sometimes actors don't trust that enough. That is you know everything. I mean? Like in the TV world, I've done pilots that never got picked up. I've done a straight to series that got canceled. I've, um, <laughs> yep. I just was out of the market for six months for an Amazon yeah, pilot. That to me and that was nuts. awful. And, and it's interesting because this pilot that I was out of the market for, for six months was fighting when I, I had, I was already on the once upon a time in Hollywood movie and this pilot came in and there were conflicting dates. And I swear to you, Tony, one of the hardest periods of my career was for two months straight, the negotiation back and forth between Sony and Amazon to try to get me Make to do work. both. Uh-huh. And they did not, neither one of them wanted to bend like the, the knee or whatever. And it was an awful process to go through. Bend the knee, yeah. It was insane. No one wanted to let go. My team was really getting involved because my team is also like my friends. Like we become a family. So they're really fighting for my yeah. you know career. And yeah, at the same yeah, time, yeah. I'm like, but I can't lose on the biggest opportunity no, of my no, life. No. And like yes. my, my heart knew it, that if I had to let go something, I would let go of the pilot. But I couldn't because I also, the pilot really believed in it. It was right. also a Latina story. And like the problem is the business aspect of it will always be a part of this career. Well, we were talking about before we started rolling, you can't control it. You but can't. you know, this comes to mind though. Like I feel but like... But also before I didn't have these issues. Like I always have to remember there was a point. That's and true. That these point are, might come in right. again. Where I'm not that's booking right. anything, right. and my so name all, isn't opening any doors. These and are I, champagne problems, you know what I mean? But I think and it's thing, good to remember that. No, yes, because but I think the thing is, is as you're saying that though, what I get upset about that is this is the only business that I know of. It's basically an unfair, like uh, it's restricting the the, the possible employment. 
of a person who wants to work. And is there's there, no, well, is there, we should is have there legislation. That's right. It's their livelihood. This there should, should be change. legislation. This is one of the things that I want to talk See, about. Yes, we should. Because, so because, basically what Lorenzo and I were talking yeah. about, I've had this happen before where another guy at the studio. You're not getting paid no, for those No, he months. was on a show that just got announced that it got canceled. Okay. It was on for one year last year, CBS show. Got it. And they were hoping for a season two. He could not, he went out for pilot season this year he and book he anything tested to do for things, position. but he could not book them. Book them Babe, I've been there the past four holding months. him. Because he was in second position. people, it's not okay. It's not. It's not okay. I understand people, a network having three months to think about it, but three months, six, six months, months. I don't even know if three months is like. No, but I'm, I'm saying like, okay, let's find it. Because right now it's six months and guess what? It doesn't end there. What I was told. When I sign, because you know when you test, you have to sign the contract before. And you don't have a lot, and they do it on fucking purpose, yes, but you don't have a lot of room right. you don't to have negotiate. Any negotiation. Guess what? There's a little motherfucking clause in that contract. <laughs> that says the following. Yes. Um, Lorenza is on the show for six months. We have six months to decide whether we want to keep her on or not keep her on. If by, the six, if by the six month mark, which was June 4th for me, we don't know yet. We can hold her again. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. For, how, for, for like nine months. months. No, no, no. Yeah. Probably, and uh-huh. we will pay for one episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, my, my team is on the phone telling me this no, after I've been like literally sitting on my ass because no one will hire me. This the is fine, my fine, fine, finest print that you guys did not they see. They can re-hold re- you. Yes, re-hold. This is to me, these are, this is, we should have an LA congressman put forth legislature because to me it's unfair hiring practices it's really stacked against the actor it could be a shorter term at least if it's it's a long period they have have to pay you at least they have to pay you this guy is out of work now and he had work opportunities some things he really wanted to do and also the biggest thing of an actor's career when you're doing television and when you're like in that midpoint which is I'm sure where he's at or like where I'm at where you've kind of like in that middle ground where you have enough of a name and you're getting offers and you're booking things if you lose that steam, yes. which you can yes, you and can you will, yes. I got lucky because I have this movie and yes. another movie happening. Right. I got real lucky. And my movie it up. <laughs> I got three movies. You got three and a movies. Movie, you get a movie, you get That's a movie, right. we all get movies. But if I didn't have that, that would have been six months yeah. where my name wouldn't be circling the casting directors. Yeah. And it's and they say no, but it, but at least you're like holding for a project. Nah, no, that's bullshit. No. You know? You cannot pay the bills by holding for a project. And th- I think that's where it all gets kind of really colluded because yes we are artists of course right right in the in, in a vein of a painter like or we're self-employed so the legislatures are trickier however hollywood is a business yeah these networks employ so many thousands of people and we're one of those yes we might be self-employed but we're part of a system with rules and part of a union and the fact that i can be because it's not that i'm out of a job because i'm not booking anything it's you're literally lessening my opportunities in a world where it's already so hard for me to even get to them. get a job. Well, but to me, it's also like again, you know, I should add this to my list of like, you know, social causes that I'm really. I was just gonna it, say I want to add climate it too. change is one is my biggest one right now. Plastic pollution. So I've got my hands full. But same. You know, here's the thing though about that that I think is, and we can move on. But this is really fascinating. Oh fuck! And my it just left my mind. Um, um, oh, like to me, if you think about it, they do that because they're trying to maintain quote unquote the integrity of their brand. Or like Lorenz is going to be on my show, so it's like more of like um a signature kind of thing. Yeah. But if you think about it, it's actually it's it's a kind of an archaic 
archaic practice because it would actually be more beneficial for them well, to allow. Yes, you could be doing a big thing. You're doing Quentin Tarantino movie, a Quentin Tarantino TV series. You're also able to be on this. It's more of like the old school traveling I community was theater. Shook it. To you know see what I mean? how these older giants function. It's so it's very archaic. It's also based in fear. It's yeah. also, it's just, this is to me why the world is often in the shape that it's in. Of people being institutions, corporations, who are so money-driven, are so scared to change the status quo. Yeah. To look, it, it takes to innovators it. to really... Well, why don't we? Why do we do that? Like, like pilot season to me. I mean, it's slowly changing, but why was pilot season always just like three months? And it was like, oh ten, my god! You know what I mean, it's insane. Like, it it's is so ridiculous. it's so bizarre. Pilot to me. season will end you in therapy to begin, no matter yeah. what. I mean, some kind of therapy, whether that's alcohol, pills, I don't care what. But yes. it'll it'll get you yes. there. I've done it. I'm a veteran of that shit. It is You're awful. A survivor. Well, you had so you were like tested for five shows. This so my last set. pilot season Jesus. was two ago, and I after that pilot season, I called my team. I was like, I am never doing that again, <laughs> ever. I don't care if you drop me. I am never doing that again. It is awful, and I don't recommend it to anyone. <laughs> I did the pilot two seasons ago, I believe, and it was as I call it with the whole Latino trend. Right. You know, I came here seven years ago. When I first got here, the roles available to Latina women my age, which I was way younger back then, obviously, um, were very reduced to housekeeper, yes. young mom, impregnated, yep. or impregnated, young pregnant woman, <laughs> yes. um, or the hot wife. Um, for teenage movies, for example, which was kind of what I was auditioning about, Latin roles didn't even exist. It wasn't a thing. In the last seven years, I've kind of seen that move into detectives and policemen. Right. <laughs> like, that's what happened. Like, right. we, right. We, we went somewhere, yeah. but it's only detectives and yes, policemen. Police women, yeah. Like, literally. Yeah. And that was a pilot season I did, which was two years ago. And I, you know, I should pat myself on the back because it was at a time when I had just gotten separated from my husband. And I got separated, I think. I left my home in, like, January. I'm very open about my personal life. I should warn people. But I, it, it, it matters. I'll tell you why. I left my home, changed houses in January, started pilot season at the very end of January. And as a Latina woman, I was so, quote, hot that I never stopped. I was doing four auditions a day. By the way, military camping for audition practice. Like, right. I could teach a course on that. Right. Yes. I learned so much. <laughs> I was going through so much personally that yes, for me, the audition course. rooms were such a release uh-huh. that I was never so available. Right. I would yeah. walk in like, oh, girl, let me tell you myself. <laughs> and rather than telling you as a my personal story, I would just use it in my Work, acting. yeah, in your work. And I killed it. Yeah. I got... And it was interesting because I think I tested for six, six shows, big ones. Three of them, they came back and it was me and two other girls usually. I was either not a big name and the network would struggle with taking the risk. Right, of course. Or I was going in for the sidekick of the lead and I was too much woman to right. play against who they uh-huh. had as a lead. Yeah. That was the biggest like right. understanding we got. Like either you're too pretty or you're not Latina enough or... You're uh, you're not a big name enough for it. Pause for one second. I.e., they don't know what the fuck they want. There you go. Ding, 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 ding. Continue. It's interesting because they most don't. of the roles were written as one way. That's right. And, and I always end up looking at the thing See? and it's like, Whoa! Yes, they don't know. Remember that, listeners. They do not know. Why they want. They don't know. So you have to walk in with what your version of that's that right. is. And, just ha- and you ha- just be really open to that's that. That's right. Yeah. And that's why I did. And it was, quote, unquote, <laughs> my most successful pilot season. <laughs> 
Didn't book any of them. <laughs> no, 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 no money. Most successful, like, but you didn't. Book by the way, any no. Yet. But interesting, interesting fact. I started back. Back now, they don't do quotes anymore. Uh, now yes, they used to do open right. quotes. So pilot season was really helpful if you tested but didn't get it into bringing your quote yes, up. Keep so I yes. ended up. I might have not made anything, but that number got paid though. <laughs> So that was amazing. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter anymore. It's imaginary money, right? Yeah, yes, but you're like, I'm still signing the bills. <laughs> it's like it's such a mind fuck because you get to that, money. you go through the torture chambers of I casting, know, and, it's and so then you finally insane. get to the big network casting, and there's all these guys in suits, in suits. that have no idea what they're doing, and I you're know. walking in so nervous, being watched by all these weird people. And why are we nervous? Who are these people? Exactly. Who cares? Okay. They used to work for Exxon Oil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so true. It's, it's, and you know what was funny? Oh. I ended up booking a recurring in the fourth season of Casual. And oh my had God, I didn't a know blast. That. Oh, and wow. I played Tara Lynn's girlfriend. Okay, amazing. So I did end up booking a job, not from pilot season. Yes, it was like the funniest like outcome. And I had a blast doing that. And it was such a big learning curve because I got out of that and I was like, part of it was. I think up until that pilot season, I felt like I wasn't enough mm-hmm. or that I oh, wasn't good enough. Of course. And, you know, not booking those shows you would have thought would have brought me down. I don't know why. Maybe because I was freeing myself of all these things and the personal journey I was going through. I was like, I'm actually phenomenal. These guys don't know what they're talking That's about. Right. And right. it's interesting. Four, five of those shows didn't get picked up. One of them, I will tell you which one it is, ABC Grand Hotel, which is one of the biggest openings now. <laughs> And funny thing about that one, I have a student who's one, two Brian, students who are the leads. Brian on, right? Craig, okay. lead. He okay. plays the brother of the girl that I tested for. Which, by the way, was great because there were three girls I tested with Eva Longoria. There were okay. three girls. Yes. Me, you see my physicality. Yes. The girl that I ended up booking it, who was she's much tinier yes. and smaller and yes. sweeter and younger. So yes. I was like, when she got, I was like, great. Clearly, I wasn't right. That's right. Fine, move on. Her brother, though, Brian Craig, phenomenal actor, I just worked with on Women is Losers. And well, he plays my love interest. See how weird this is. And like, yeah. it, it was like, and while we were together, he texted Ava and it was like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. I was like, oh my God, this world is incredible. So I've really, another, a big thing I learned that pilot season was, which it goes back to our time at the beginning, we really have no control. And we have no idea. Zero. We know nothing, dude. No, we no. know nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I've been saying that for 21 years. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? I, I because, have it on repeat to try to because I can say it out loud, but it doesn't mean I'm practicing it. But all the I time. mean, I I mean, I didn't say that. William Goldman said that, and you know, in the 1960s, he's like the truth William about Goldman. William Goldman, who wrote um 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 uh, uh love true love uh, uh the famous uh with Robin Wright Penn and Princess Bride. He wrote Lord of the Rings, I think. He's, he wrote he, everything. He wrote everything. He said in the 1960s. This was in the 60s. He said. Nobody in Hollywood knows anything. And what I think people... Or anywhere. Well, but yeah, that's true. That is true. I'm always saying people are making it up as they go. That's... Look at our current president. But even President Obama, as amazing as he was, he'd never been a president before. You learn on the job. Absolutely. People learn on the job. First time moms and dads. That's right. You learn as you go. There's this weird, I think, delusion that people who have been in the business yes we gain skills you get more information about working experience but brings every you experience is different so you can't always apply all you can do is do your work that's another thing that's it every it role like different. I so I went from doing the biggest production in my life the Tarantino movie to uh, the Amazon like it, pilot 
and then to the women as losers doing an ending. independent movie right like, I'm talking like <laughs> I went from like fireplace trailer yes. to no fucking trailer yes I know <laughs> None. I know and it was so awesome because the I love it I mean I, I, I'm from Chile and the industry there is tiny right. and there's no time for like your nonsense of like where's my trailer that right. doesn't exist right. so I'm fine rolling with the punches yeah it's just fascinating to me that even before I even get I even get to set, each role is a whole different beast. Yeah. Each audition is a whole different That's beast. Right. There's no formula here, as there is for life. Like That's there's right. no formula. Right. Like You're just because that up. worked last time doesn't mean it's gonna work this time. That's right. You're making it up as you go. And also I think what's dangerous too is I've discovered as I've gotten older now is like phases of life change and so yeah. I can't keep applying I'm 51 now I can't apply what worked for me from 42 Dude, to yes. 48 because I'm in yeah. a different experience you know what I mean and I think that's where we get into again sort of a, a society or a culture that when we're scared to not let go and scared to not know we start to hold on to belief systems that mm -hmm. once worked for us but we have outgrown you know what I mean yep. that's where we start to get into trouble yep. like we're scared to evolve it's scary it is really well, I scary think I get also it historically and, and culturally and societally we, we are taught to live in the comfortable in the known for and sure. I take my culture as an example because we were saying of sticking to these beliefs it's as if for some reason as humans we've been taught that if we stick to these beliefs that we've now taken as real factual cemental things things are going to be fine and then there's like a kind of like a race right like oh once i get there once i book that job once i get married once i have that car once i weigh this much once i go to church once i confess things are going to be easy it's fucking bullshit I know. we've been we, we've been given this crazy poisonous uh, kool-aid yeah. that tells you that there's a formula for life when there isn't and that, I think, has been the biggest thing for me this past year is that yeah. is surrendering yeah. to the fuck it. I yeah. love saying that. Just right. surrender to the fuck, fuck it. it. You gotta fuck it. You gotta fuck it because yeah. you have no idea and each experience and also, is different. It actually becomes more fun because then you're able to, like, like you said earlier, you may try something and it may not work, but, but it doesn't matter because in the trying of something, you open up... Somebody in class last night had an instinct and they were really scared to do it, but then they did it. And everybody in class was so moved because it turned into this really intimate, just heartbreaking expressions between the two of them. Had he not done that, all these micro worlds that became available to him, existed. magical worlds, would not have come rushing in had he just sat there because he was too scared to do something that quote unquote didn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. That's life. You know what I mean? Look at relationships. That's Look why, at, I mean, you know I, I mean? have to go back to now my favorite show on TV right now, Fleabag, and just like I how know, she I mean, writes. I, everybody says that. And the way I, she writes is like life. That. Oh, yeah. Because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And I love, there's a pair, there's an interview that I recommend everyone read on Deadline where she comes out speaking about like how her process for writing and how she feels about the, this whole concept of she's a female writer and how that's kind of reductive for women. It's like, we're, we're, I'm a writer. Just a writer. Exactly. So let's, let's not get into these stupid terms. Yes. But what I loved about her, and I think you'll appreciate, she has this thing where she she's an actress first. And her whole thing is like, I want to write for myself. For like, rarely do yeah. you get a chance to read a script like, oh my God, I want to do that. Yeah. You know, like, you're like, oh yeah. fuck, how can I make this interesting? Yeah. You know, that's yeah, kind yeah, of 80% yeah. of the time. Yeah. And she said something so awesome where she's like, at any given moment in each of my scenes, there have to be at least three things happening for the actor. Uh, there's, a, there's a scene in, in, in season one that's brilliant for me writing where... 
one of the things she's trying to do is she's in a job interview, right? So she's trying to get a job, but at the same time, she forgot to put on her bra. She, like she was rushing, right. and the room's really hot. So she's basically really fucking Sweating, hot. Yeah. Can't take off her sweater because she doesn't yeah. have a bra on or a shirt on, and she's trying to book an interview. It's like when you have so much to deal with, yeah. it brings comedy, but yeah. it's real it's because it's reality. Yeah, so that's it, right. She's like, I want to do authenticity, yeah. reality, and entertainment. Yeah. At the end of the day, it is entertainment. Right. It's not so serious. Yeah. And I think why her writing is so well-rounded and her characters are so well-rounded, it's not well-rounded, dude. It's just they're real. They're real people. Yeah. Yeah, I have to watch it. I mean, it's, you some, would yeah. love it. I mean, I'm watching Big Little Lies right now. I can't, like... I can't even talk and, about that. And Killing Eve. Killing Eve. Well, that's her, too! I know, I know, I know. It's it was the, first, the writer on the first season. Yeah, she created yeah. it and yeah, wrote created, it with yeah. her partner, yeah, really Jones. Good. And, like, I mean, yeah. dude, she's doing it. That's another thing. I mean, it, it's easy to complain about so many things, right? I find that, you know, especially because our, li our careers are kind of so tricky. And I think the biggest part of being an actor in Hollywood specifically is not the jobs and the business. It's actually the in-between. It's actually how to not go insane. And right. I think a big part of not going insane is constantly reminding yourself that yes, you could complain about how hard it is, but at the same time, today, 2019, we're living in a very special place where things are changing. We're a writer like Phoebe Waller-Bridge who just fucking just birthed two Came incredible yes, shows right. That's right. is now doing a it's pass like, on a James Bond movie, right. you know, yeah. where there's so many streaming services, which we don't know where that's going to go, but there's so many more opportunities today more than ever because of these stupid cell phone devices that I kind of hate. At the same time, you can shoot your own short and that's do your right. own thing. Like, yes, I know it's like on repeat, but you can't, you won't be available for the moment if you're spending all the time uh, uh, like, uh, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think? If you're spend, if you're not in the present, you won't be in the present. I don't know how to otherwise. No, work. that's totally it. But also, like all the things that we think that we believe are happening when can only happen by the creating in the moment. We the future is the now. We're gonna to get to the future in a year from now, or two years, or three from now, three years from now. Just moment It'll to still moment be to here. moment to moment. We'll still be here. <laughs> yeah. That's right. In three years from now, it will still be now, which yeah. is so trippy. It's so we're trippy. Not, we are not high right now, audience. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Luke we just I, like to get deep. <laughs> Tony, fuck me uh, up, guys. I was fresh <laughs> off the boat, and the first class I took was Tony. Oh my god, god. that's yeah. right. But wait, how did you come to me? Was it from Amber and Danielle casting? It was, was it? no, it was because Jenna. Jenna Dewan? Yes. Oh my god. I went to a random Memorial Day Whoa. weekend party in Malibu. And Jenna Dewan and Channing were there and I met them. I was fresh off the boat, people. Okay. I'm like tripping first of all because I'm seeing her live and Channing. I'm yes. like, oh my god! Okay, yes. Um, and Aww. I told her, like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, she was like, tell me, girl, tell Aww. me. And that's how it happened. She's amazing. She's doing really well. She's producing killing stuff, it. creating stuff. She's killing has her it. own line. And I think like that's the other biggest thing, at least, uh, you know, not to do the whole main thing, but as a Latina woman, um, as a woman and as a person in this, as a starting out, because I, I feel like I'm still starting. I feel yeah. like you never quite. Yeah, no, you never quite you know? get wherever. And I think you're always learning more. Yeah. I think it was so inspiring for me when I, you know, when I see women like Margot or Eva or Jenna or Phoebe or all of these women that are in our world just like going for it. Yeah. And I remember Margot literally telling me like, there's no reason why next year I'm not coming to you with a project. That's like, right. Part of just going for it is really believing it. That's right. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. You've said it to me many yeah. times. 
fake it till you, you fucking it. make it. Because it's real. It does turn into something real. You know it really I mean? does. Where is it? You're so finding yourself. I love it. I know. So tell, and just tell us really quickly. So like, and you also are like, so you're single now, but now you're in a new relationship. I'm not right? single. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend was You've changed, telling. you've changed chromosomes, I hear. <laughs> I've changed chromosomes. Yes. Yes. Let's, let's, let's finger snaps. I love it. I mean, by the way, it's pride month. So. Okay. Yes. That's we should right. Talk about okay. It. Yes. We, we, we'll, that's amazing. I, I mean, this is a much longer conversation, but yes, I've changed chromosomes. chromosomes. <laughs> <laughs> Never in my wildest No, me thoughts. either. Usually I can see that coming. I, I wonder if that, but you I know I usually what? can, but I did not. Matt Rez, who does my hair, um, I, 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 he's, and I, you know, when, whenever you go to the salon, you just fucking blur. Yes, he's of like, course. Under my therapist. It in the salon chair, yeah. After I have like my first night with this beautiful woman I'm in love with, I show up to someone apparently glowing and he goes, like, who what? is she? <laughs> who is she? And I'm like, what? <laughs> And he goes, I just knew, bitch. I just oh, knew. And I'm like, God. how did you? Because I had no idea. That's amazing. I, and I, going back to everything we've talked about, it's, it's been this year so incredible because I was straight for 29 years of my life, never questioned my sexuality once, never really thought so deeply into it. Right. And I think that's why it's been so wonderful because um, my other, my relationship with my ex-husband ended beautifully. We're friends. Yeah, It's all kosher. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I met this person <laughs> who came out of nowhere, I would say the gates of heaven. And I just fell in oh. love with her. And it, and it's been such a crazy process for me because most of the friends I do have that are, are queer or, or gay or, or in the LGBTQ community, um, their experience, I always felt as a friend, you know, I yeah. never quite understood what that had been like, whether yeah. it be coming out of the closet, whether it be right. living, whatever culture they came from. And I always obviously felt for it, but it's so interesting to me the way I've gone through it uh, as a 29 year old woman living in a beautiful place that Hollywood is, it kind of allows you that freedom mm -hmm. in my country. It's much, so much different. Yeah. And when yeah. I told my family, it was really hard and you think, but why is 2019? And I'm like, well, in London, two beautiful little girls got we're, beat up. I saw that. Yeah. For being, I and I, I, I we were at Trader Joe's the other day, like not even a month ago, Trader Joe's Hollywood and Vine, you know that like, yeah, right down here. Yeah. We were kissing, and this lady, older lady, screams at us, take it outside, and a bunch of homophobic rants, and I, I was so... Whoa, I'm I, sorry. I, I, was, I could not process... It was yeah. such a weird... Because my experience, yeah. I've been dating her for eight months, has been incredible, has been the most beautiful... Uh, the love of my life, I can dare say, Aww. and just all positive and beautiful because it's love. Yeah. In my brain, it's, it's love. It's love. Yeah. Guys, yeah. <laughs> the Bible talks about love. Yeah. Don't we all want his love first? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I cannot, it's really hard for me to kind of like level down because for me it's leveling down and be like yo bitch chill the fuck down we're <laughs> yeah. just kissing. We're just hanging out. I don't yeah. have a gun. Yeah. I'm not, exactly. I'm not aggressive. Yeah. I'm not. It's fascinating, it, and it's mm. been such a beautiful learning curve for me, and also now seeing the experience from my, and I think I've gotten it much easier because I'm, I'm going through it as an adult, as a person, in, as an independent person too, mm. you know? So I, it's my, my journey, um, a really informing, growing one, you know? It also reminds us that even though we live in a progressive city or live in the bubble... I of, could not believe yeah, it, and that because I feel safe, even, and, even maybe, and then I don't. Right. And even something that's maybe more, um, not that, you know, people maybe are more abiding by two women being more sexually fluid than certainly than men or look at not trans or look at, but, or look at like 
you know, what trans people are going through. Yeah. It's really, we have to be, we can't ever take it for granted. At it's all, like, I, I just keep going back to, why do you care? I know. Why do you care? Yeah. I just, it's, it's well, mind boggling to me because, you know, in Chile, I real and of course, being in a relationship with a woman, no matter what, will bring up all these thoughts like growing up. Right. And the what I found is, and, yeah, yes, when I was in Chile, uh, in Chile, men dating men is way more common. Oh, wow. It's okay. become way more like Acceptable. accepted. I'll uh-huh. tell you from the experience of like the 1% land of my country, which are like the high society, right. quote, which yeah. we call cuicos. Uh-huh. Um, the better off. More Catholic, right. wanting to pretend all they care about is who said he should, right. he said world. The and it's, soap opera. Yeah. 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 And it's like, oh, gays can be gays because, you know, they do hair and they're fabulous. Let's accept right. them in the community. Right. Which is awful when right. I really think Which about is also it. Its and I was thinking about going, yeah. where are all my lesbian friends? Right. I don't know a single out and open about in my circle of Whoa. friends. And I realize how homophobic my circle is. Not my close friends, obviously, but the world I kind of grew up and moved myself around in. Mm-hmm. I never had these feelings because mm-hmm. I was really lucky that I lived in Atlanta, Georgia for two years, which you think, well, that's not even that's open, but at least it's America. Mm-hmm. And in my public school, I had a friend who had two moms. I had another friend who had two dads. So very quickly, I had that culture shock, which was a massive one for me. I don't think if I had had Atlanta, I would have the same experience that I have today in how I process freedom (laughs) and respect of each person's space and their freedom to do whatever they want with their lives and the how it's not me to judge anyone yeah um also i think the way i was brought up but it's it's been fascinating now now talking to my friends that i grew up with that you know my i was lucky that we i went to a really great school that was americanized and american influence and american founded and everything so tolerance was a big thing growing up however it was still really secluded but my school was the most free. So all the other circles growing up, it was just, I still, I'm like, where are my lesbian friends? Where are my trans friends? Where are these people? And there is an underbelly in Santiago, which is the capital of Chile, that's definitely growing and outpouring. And it's awesome because like they're being loud and funny and happy and just proud. And I think, you know, a lot of in Chile, it's like you say these words, it's like, oh, but they're a joke. And it's like, no, 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 no. You're not understanding. They're just human beings. And you've made to treat them in a certain way that's, ridiculous Mm -hmm. that is frankly insane well all we can do is keep dignifying like you know what it means to be a human being who happens to like somebody the same gender and and for me that's where it should end that's where it should it should end i'm a human being period that's right like you know but because we've had the history that we've had i think it's important and i that's another thing that i've I never felt before a responsibility the way I do today. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, I see that. To, to, to care. That's activism. And to dignify That's and right. to as much as possible normalize. The other day, I, I had a, I, I realized people, someone, I had, I was, because I've been doing press promoting the movie and I had this question that was like, why do you, it was in, or along the lines of like, what made you act? And I was like, it's interesting because at the beginning, it was so much wanting attention mm-hmm. or wanting to perform. Fame. Not yeah. for the fame, necessarily. Uh-huh. It's more for the attention because I love people. Right. Uh-huh. I love communicating. Right. I love telling jokes. Yeah. I love hearing your laugh if I make you laugh. Yeah. Like, I feed yeah. off of that shit. Yeah. I love it. And in that sense, I'm like, I'm an activist, yeah. you know? <laughs> and it's interesting because it stayed true very much. And yeah. now it's become more the responsibility aspect of it that I didn't have. is like, if I can do a role or speak publicly or even, I don't know, in whatever shape or form, if there's a little girl around the country or a little boy that sees something like makes Absolutely. them feel less weird. Absolutely. 
Yes. That's I, right. I, weird is awesome. Weird is not the right word, but no. less alone. Less alone, alienated. I will do yes. it. Yes. Thinking you know, there's something and, wrong and with them. The Latina yeah. community of women that aren't straight is a very underrepresented yeah. and almost non existent because yeah. there is a Latin culture thing of ladies right. are ladies and, and they're men feminine are men. and men are That's men. Right. The, the macho culture. Yes, the macho culture. The macho culture right. in our community is massive. Yeah, so it's I know. like it's it's important and I think we're starting to make way and that's why I go back to like it's an exciting time Tony and it's in my voice I can sense it I just feel this intense like energy yeah there's a becoming to, like, I feel but it. to use it yes, right I to use it, it in it's, a way that makes sense to you're me you're different I'm so excited I mean Lorenzo you're an amazing guest we could talk forever I Jesus. would love to talk this is forever. like a, a two part podcast <laughs> but let's okay let's end with the speed round so um <clears throat> I think it's going to be a really inspiring podcast. So, okay, let me I try to do them from heart. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite movie? Like of all time, oh, I usually say. Oh, of all time. I know, it's hard. You're killing me. I know. Uh, true Romance, Gone with the Wind. Okay. Oh, I love Gone with the Wind. I hadn't seen it. I, I, true confession here. I hadn't seen it until like a year ago. And I was like, oh my God, it it's so amazing. You. And I, I love watching it, like waiting many years and oh like, going God. back to it. And it, it sounds like an obvious choice, but it's not. No. There's a lot of darkness yeah. in it. No, no, no. It's, it's so honest. One. It was so ahead of its time in many ways. I right? agree. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. It's ahead of its I time. agree. And just two romance for me is one of the most brilliantly written. Yeah, it's a good movie ever. as well. Yeah. It's, it's a hard one, yeah. and I know. Yeah. But I recently rewatched it, that's why yeah. it's coming straight off my head. Uh-huh. I would probably say something very different. Yeah. Because I am very like this. What who's your favorite uh Actor crush can be male or female. Actor crush, ah, oh, Kate Blanchett. Got it. If you were on an island, what's one thing you could not do without? I couldn't. Well, besides oh, the what? obvious. Well, what's something you'd have to bring with you? Books. Okay. Got it. What is? Because um, otherwise, I would be bored to death. How, what, how would you describe acting in, in a word? Life. No, that's so true. It is. It's not a separate subset. What's the big takeaway you had from being at the school? Moment to moment. It is. It's all it is. <laughs> so, that's and life. I, and I keep... D- that's it. Just oh being here. Oh my God, here. we just killed it right now. <laughs> we can... That could be the podcast. That's it. <laughs> Acting is moment to moment is life. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I just taught the whole fucking exactly. method for you. You taught the master class tonight. Whenever you need it, whenever you need right. substitute, I'm here. Exactly. I'll Skype you in as the, the new uh, class teacher. Um, okay, and the last question. How do you describe love? Oh, that is such a hard one. It's good you haven't listened to my podcast because I ask all my guests. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to. I really. It's interesting what people have said. Roller coaster, colossal roller coaster. (laughs) Do you want to put one more adjective in there? Colossal (laughs) roller coaster of intense emotions. I don't know. This is hard. It is, but that's also you spoke from the heart. My definition of love is just this moment. Aw, right now. I love you, Lorenzo. I love you, Aww. too. I'm so excited I'm for so you. I'm so happy this finally happened. I'm so happened. excited for you. I really am. You're so, like, becoming yourself. It's really thrilling to see. It's interesting that we did this podcast now. No, I know. I'm before. actually really I'm glad. It always, always happy. right timing. So tell tell the listeners where they can find you. So when is that movie, when is Quentin Tarantino's Once movie? Upon a Time in Hollywood comes is coming out in July? Out July 26th oh, it's coming out this summer. Okay. In all theaters. Wow. So go okay. there if yes. you can. Um... Obviously, you can Google me and find incredible pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also just, like, now. all my work. 
Um, Women is Losers. I'm editing now, so I have okay, no great. idea when that will come out. They can also see you in oh, our... News. In our... Wait, wait. In our adorable... Oh. Well, it's not adorable. I mean, our beautiful, beloved movie. Yeah, I would say beautiful. Where we go from here. It's hard. It's hardcore. Yeah. Uh, uh, where we go from Which, here. Which, by the way, means so much more to me now. I can't wait for you to see it. That's July 20th at Outfest at the Chinese Theater. And lastly, I just booked a job. I think the announcement is coming out soon, so I can say it. Um, I'm going to be playing the goddess of death in the new Penny Dreadful City of Angels. Um, I, I'll, I'll be playing Natalie Dormer's sister. So that's what I'm going to be at. Wow. Yeah, really, really, really And it's like a whole new cast, right? I heard it's like a, a whole new show. Yeah, it's yeah, nothing to look at. And wow. I'm super excited because it takes place. So you place got the right job. After all this, like, this is amazing. No, guys, I mean, this guys. is, guys, if anyone listening, <laughs> give, let me give you a Hollywood moment. I was tripping because I had just lost out on a really big opportunity because I was in, pos- in second position and on hold for Amazon. June 4th comes along. I get a call from my team and they're like, this is the happiest non-happy news call we ever had to do. You've been let go. Like, oh no shit, we yes. can't let go. I but... hang up five seconds later. I kid you not, I get another call from my team. You just booked Penny Dreadful. Whoa. Because there had been talks of an offer coming in, right, but it but hadn't, hadn't come in because they were nervous. Whoa. I was in the same car ride back from, of course, therapy. So from sobbing, on my way to- from sobbing to ready to jump out the window saying, I fucking hate Hollywood. I can't take it anymore to, okay, great. Biggest <laughs> Hollywood moment of my life. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, it's so deserved. And Lorenza, where are you on Instagram or social media? At Lorenza Izzo on Instagram. Um, I do funny, silly stories and post sexy selfies. She does. It, <laughs> I, she does. <laughs> it's my alter ego dash brand dash. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing on that, but just go for it. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Oh my God.